Hello again, and welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. On this edition, a popular tourist spot in Mexico has become a ghost town. Taking the train to Phoenix could soon become a thing again, and a mission to an asteroid sees first light. Topping today's news only four days into the closure of the Lukeville port of entry, people in the popular Mexican tourist destination Rocky Point are saying the place has turned into a ghost town. Danielle Camara has more. Border officials announced Friday that the port of entry, which is a direct route from Arizona to Puerto Penasco, would close Monday morning. Kristen Haynes, travel blogger at thewaywardhome.com, lives there a few months every year and said there are currently no people on the usually crowded streets and beaches. A lot of these restaurants are, you know, closing, having limited hours. Someone said they went downtown and there was like bunches of restaurant closures. So, yeah, this whole area just feels odd, like a ghost town. Border officials said they closed the Lukeville port of entry to reallocate personnel to help process migrants crossing the border in what has become the busiest border area for unauthorized crossings in the nation. I'm Danielle Kamara, AZPM News. An Arizona school safety task force today wrapped up its work and recommended making it easier for retired law enforcement officers to work as school resource officers to bolster campus safety. Opponents say school resource officers promote what they call the school-to-prison pipeline, and funding should go instead for mental health resources for students. Superintendent of Public Instruction Tom Horn disagreed. I have very little patience for those people because what they're really saying is people should be able to violate the law without consequence. Uh, The idea that people should be able to break the law and not not have consequence, I think, is partly what's wrong with our society today. The task force suggests that school safety programs pay for part-time school safety officers and school psychologists. It also recommends increasing mental health training, creating a school safety guidance manual, and increasing safety technology in schools. A proposal by Governor Katie Hobbs' Bipartisan Educator Retention Task Force to lower health insurance costs for teachers could find support in the Republican-controlled legislature. The task force issued a report this week that included a recommendation that the governor work with state agencies to find ways to reduce health insurance costs for teachers and school employees. Republican lawmaker Ken Bennett, who served on the task force, says the devil is in the details but he believes Republicans would get behind that goal. The Federal Bureau of Land Management has announced construction has resumed for the Sun Zia Transmission Project. We get more on that from Katya Mendoza. The BLM had issued a temporary suspension of a section of the multi-state transmission line through a 50-mile segment in the San Pedro River Valley in order to obtain information from tribal communities. The tribes say the project intrudes on traditional cultural properties. The Tohono O'odham Nation asked Secretary of the Interior Deb Holland to cancel the project and in October sent a letter citing an incomplete historic property inventory. In November, the Hopi tribe followed suit, citing the findings of fatal flaws in the process used by the agency to complete the National Historic Preservation Act. BLM says despite the lifting of the temporary suspension, it continues to be in contact with tribal leaders on this issue. I'm Katia Mendoza, AZPM News. 
Arizona Athletics had an 89% graduate success rate this year. That broke a record for athletes in the classroom. Let's hear about that from Carly Siegel. In the last seven years, Arizona has either tied or broken its all-time high six times. The high graduation success rate has increased over 20% in 10 years. Six of the Arizona athletics teams, including women's basketball, gymnastics, and men's track and field, had 100% graduation success rates this year. The 89% graduation rate surpassed the 87% level earned by UA student-athletes in 2020 and 2022. Arizona Director of Athletics said their mission is success in academics and athletics, and this report reflects that. I'm Carly Siegel, AZPM News. Carly Siegel is a student in the University of Arizona's School of Journalism who works in the AZPM newsroom. Half a million dollars in federal infrastructure funding has been allocated to the Arizona Department of Transportation to provide Amtrak service between Tucson and Phoenix. Duncan Moon has that story. The allocation of funds allows the project to get underway, starting with studies to define the scope, timing, and cost of the service, as well as researching the best location for the Phoenix station. The studies could take more than a year, but with forecasts of continued near-record growth in Tucson, lawmakers hope the new funds will expedite the process. Unlike Tucson, Phoenix has been without Amtrak service since 1996, with the closest station nearly 40 miles south in Pinell County. In addition to connecting the nation's fifth-largest city to the Amtrak National Network, the link between Arizona's two largest cities is expected to provide a much-needed easing of traffic congestion on Interstate 10. I'm Duncan Moon, AZPM News. A grand jury has indicted 10 people on felony charges connected to a sober living home's sting operation. The Arizona Attorney General's office announced the decision on Wednesday. Fraudulent sober living homes sign up patients on the American Indian Health Plan and then hold them in facilities without treatment. According to Native American communities, people have been kidnapped and imprisoned in these homes, and some have even died. The people running the homes bill Arizona's Medicaid program for services they don't provide. Attorney General Chris Mays estimates the scam has cost the state hundreds of millions of dollars. The Arizona State University-led mission to the metal-rich asteroid Psyche passed a key milestone this week. The spacecraft's imaging system captured its first pictures, a moment known as first light. Nicholas Gerbis has more. The dual-camera instrument is the latest in a series of successful data and sensor checks. It was created by ASU and Malin Space Science Systems in San Diego. After spending two weeks baking out any residual moisture from Earth, it performed without a hitch, snapping 68 pictures of a star field in the constellation Pisces. Lindy Elkins-Tanton is vice president for ASU's Interplanetary Initiative and Psyche mission lead. It was so exciting to listen to the commands go up through the deep space network via radio to the spacecraft and have it happen. The photos will be used for calibration and data verification. The craft launched on October 13th and will reach the asteroid Psyche in 2029. I'm Nicholas Gerbis in Phoenix. And that'll catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. Join us back here tomorrow.